You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. We got to get to our feature interview, and that's all thanks to Morris Finance. Morris brings our personal approach to personal finance. If you missed what this bloke did on the weekend, well, let's. Relive it for a little bit. I'm friends with the monster. Waters hangs on the chicane. It's Ford and GM. This is supercars at its best. And Waters got margin. No, I ain't much of a poet, but I know somebody once told me to seize the moment and don't squander this it. This is everything you've got now, Cam Waters. Absolutely everything you've got. It's going to be out. Waters. He's out of the final turn. Ford fans rejoice. Cam Waters is going to get the win. I'll shoot the messenger. I'm just I'm friends, friends with, with the monster. Yes, it was a lot of rejoicing from Ford fans because this man got the job done. Please welcome back to the driver's seat, the one and only Cameron Waters. Hey, fellas. How are we? Hey, Cam. Finally, finally, Nimsy, we've got a race winner the week after. Ford winner. Yeah, a Ford winner first and a race winner straight after the weekend. Well done, Cam. What a mega weekend, mate. Yeah, it was uh, it was unreal to be honest. So it's, it's been a pretty tough year, and um, <laughs> yeah, I haven't spoke to you boys for a long time. So I thought maybe I should uh, pull my finger out, get a race win, so I get to chat to you. <laughs> mate, mate uh, I don't know if you heard the intro there. We uh, we did a bit of a, a pre-brief of the uh, of the GC five hundred last on our last week's show on little things like. Uh, like the entertainment that was coming up over the weekend, and um, we had a couple of a uh, couple of things, or a couple of people that Matt didn't actually know about. Well, actually, both of us did. Yeah. Mashton Kutcher, Illy, the presets, and DJ Havana Brown. I'm sure you would have been. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. You got to be drinking a lot of water. And- <laughs> you got to be drinking a lot of water and not slept for two days, as Nimsy said to go to one. So I take it you weren't there on Saturday night, mate. Uh, no, no, I wasn't at the concert, mate. So, um, <laughs> I, was, I was pretty keen just to, you know, write the rest of the weekend off. I was pretty happy after Saturday, yeah. but I thought I should try and back it up on Sunday. So, so just quickly on that, give us a bit of a, a, a debrief on Sunday. I mean, was it just a little bit like you still look like you had the speed, but was it just a little bit of strategy that just, just didn't play out for you? Um, the strategy was quite good. It probably got us back on the podium, to be honest. Uh, Quali yep. was, was good, we were quickest. And then um, the shootout, I just kind of made a little mistake and locked a break. And, um, yeah, instead of starting, you know, in the front two rows, I was starting you know, seventh <laughs> and um, just made it a little bit harder to, to fight back forward. And, um, yeah, the boys did an amazing job to um, strategize our way into clean air and, and got me back on, on the podium. Um, Car was, you know, pretty pacey still on Sunday, um, and you know we changed a few things, but I think, um, yeah, maybe my Saturday car was slightly stronger as well. Uh, overall, though, Cam, we we're obviously going, and it's been this way the whole year. Bloody parody and all this sort of crap going on. It's just been so distracting for everybody. We finally got some changes to the Ford, not as many as we were hoping for for the Ford to be going into the Boost Mobile Five Hundred. 
But from the arm from for for the armchair bloke like me, can you explain to us how the car feels a little bit different with the the updates that you were given or the changes that you were given to the car? Because I think if we look at it through an uneducated eye, you go, oh, look, the parody looks fantastic. But we know that it's not. But there was obviously something a little bit better because the on on a whole, the Fords looked a little bit more competitive. So what did it feel like in the car? How did it translate? Um, yeah, it was definitely better. Like, all year we've struggled with tyre life and, and just not having enough rear compared to the, the Camaro. And, um, yeah, through the year, they've kind of worked out, you know, we haven't had enough downforce and then we've had too much... Um, you know, forward balance, downforce, so not enough rear and too much front. So, um, yeah, through the year, it's been a it's been a challenge for sure getting you know that right. And um, on the weekend, we we had the changes, which essentially just shifted the aero balance rearward. Um, no more downforce, but just where we wanted it. So, um, kind of just helped look after the tire uh, across the stint, and um, you know, kept us stronger in the races for for longer. So, it um. It's definitely an improvement, I think, you know, from all other rounds this year to that round. I think we obviously took a step forward. Um, still not uh, still not fixed, I think, but at least, um, you know, we went into a weekend and, and I thought I had, you know, an opportunity to actually win a race, and that's probably the first time I've felt that all year. And SVG, I think, came out during the weekend and said that definitely the Chev still had the legs. on this, In a straight line, he was – even he was – Oh, it's funny that he said that the Ford was the fastest at Bathurst. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he said he had he was surprised at how much he could reel in one of the Mustangs. If you'd have had the engine changes, had that been able to be done, would we have seen even more Fords be more competitive over the weekend? Do you reckon? Um, I, th- I think so. Like we uh, we definitely are down in straight line performance. So mm. um, once we fix that, I think. You know, there'll be more Fords up there, which are stronger, but you give them more power and you might blow the rear tyre off it a bit harder. So it's not as all straightforward as, you know, put more power in them and, and we're going to go faster again. But, um, yeah, definitely definitely still work to do, but I think, um, you know, we just got to keep chipping away at it. But obviously moving forward, mate, to, to Adelaide, final round of the year, probably fair to say that it's not as driven uh, for straight line performance at Adelaide. I don't think the straights are quite as long as, as Gold Coast. So I don't know what's going to happen with the engine, whether you're going to get anything or not in the last round. I have no idea. Probably not. But, <laughs> um, I mean, do you think that Adelaide will be probably even a, a little bit of a, a better hunting ground again, do you think, um, considering that it's not really, uh, I guess, a, a track that's renowned for a massive long straight? Yeah, I don't think we're going to get anything for, for Adelaide. But <laughs> no. yeah, they call, yeah, it, uh, they call it motor racing for a reason, right? So um, you yeah. need a good motor. <laughs> uh, and it's not just the long straights. It's, you know, pulling off a corner down in the revs and, um, you know, drivability. There's all different parts to, to it. And, um, yeah, not just, you know, how much power it makes. So yeah, uh, there's nothing I can do about that. I've just got to try and influence the things I can do you know, in the car and, and work with the team as best I can. And I think um, at least the aero seems better now. So at least we're on par with that. And um, I think if we do a good job, there's no reason why we can't go, you know, win another race or two. 
Hey, uh, just quickly before Matt gets into some technical jargon, which he loves doing. Uh, <laughs> Being technical? Yeah. Fuck her off. I want to know, uh, give, us a, give us a bit of a, uh, a debrief on your, on your helmet for the weekend, mate. What a, it was a, one of the, probably the best-looking helmets Disco I've ball. seen. Mm. Disco ball. Frank from Arsenal has done a mega job. I mean, that was, uh, is that just, just for that one-off race, or are you going to use that for the rest of the year? Uh, yeah, just one-off race. So um, I get two helmets a year, and um, usually I use my second one around Bathurst, but I, I think everyone does Bathurst helmets and, and stuff like that, and I like kind of doing things a little bit different. So I thought, why don't we do a Gold Coast theme helmet? And um, Frank, myself, and um, my, my video guy uh, put our heads together and, and worked out what we should do, and we come up with a disco ball. <laughs> so um, Frank thought he could paint it, and... Um, kind of left it up to him so cool to do something different it'll look cool in my display cabinet once i'm you know old and retired so um yeah like steve was, johnson like cool. me yeah. Yeah, yeah i've got a couple of helmets in my cabinet don't you worry <laughs> hey cam what did you make of the um the chicanes the beachside chicanes and and uh turn one chicane or is it turn one or turn two it's turn well, it's it's technically turn, it's turn two, two really game was one of the best I yeah, think, Cam, you like were, in regard to hops and things. Yeah, one of the few were, people that didn't get uh, bad sportsmanships. Mm. But again, as I, as I stand as I stand on the on the sidelines and watch, I kind of ask the questions of the driver because I didn't like it. Right, I didn't I didn't like the um, the sensors and everyone was watching and you had to. I just I don't know. I just didn't like it. As a driver of su- of a supercar at uh, at the Gold Coast event, would you prefer Cam sensors? Tire bundles, the curbing perhaps being another inch or two high. What's the preferred? Because every time I've seen podcasts or read anything, it's always the journos that have never stepped in a race car, let's be fair, talking about what their preferred options are. I would rather talk to a driver. Cam, what do you want? What do you want for the weekend? What do you think is going to put on the best entertainment? Not curb sensors. I think it's (laughs) kind of a little bit comical, to be honest. Yep. Um, you know, in qualifying when you're attacking so much just to slightly overstep the mark and your lap be deleted, I, I don't think that's good for the, the spectacle. So yeah. I think um, they're kind of self-policing to a point. You take too much and the car double bounces or, you know, four wheels are in the air and, and you start going slower. So mm. I I would happily just turn the sensors off and just let us go hell for leather through there. The cars will, might look a little bit more wild and... We'll work it out, you know. We're all doing the same thing, so I don't think it'll be drama. Um, like turn one, two, there's still a curb, uh, a tire bundle at turn one. So mm. I think you could probably put a tire bundle and the beach chicane on the first curb or maybe the second one because you get there, you're not actually out of control and you don't really hit them ones. You hit the last few when you've, mm. you know, stuffed it up and you're out of control. So <laughs> um, I think. Turn the sensors off, maybe put one bundle back in, maybe make the curves a little bit more aggressive and, um, yeah, just let the cars do their thing through the through the curves. I think for me, I just don't feel as though there's enough depth in the curb between the part where it's the yellow line onto the track that defines the curb to the track where you see if, the, if your outside wheels are inside that, you're out, right? Right, right. I just don't think there's enough width there because if you can get a car that far just to the left of the line, I think there needs to be a bit more of a, a larger sausage curb or something on the inside. I know there's a whole thing about um, the FIA regs and what curbs can be, but if you made the curb a little bit 
the, the distance between, I guess, the line to the track and the big part of the curb a little bit bigger, then it's probably not going to be as much of an issue, if that makes sense, or even make it, make it smaller so that you can't run straight over that big curb and and go basically four wheels out. I mean, as Cam said, it, it is self-policing. If you do four-wheel it, it's, I mean, it's no no different to, um, say, the second last turn of Sandown Cam. If you four-wheel that right-hand uh, turn before the left onto the pitch straight, um, it's self-policing. Yeah. You, you, you double bounce, you go far to the left, you're tight for the last corner and you get a crap run onto the straight and, and, and a slower lap time. Something like that, I think, would probably be... And you're open much, to being passed uh, if you are exactly right. off the edge what of the you, curb. Something like that would be probably a bit better, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, I think you're probably onto it, to be honest. Like, I think the more you take of the curb, the more you should probably be penalised. So maybe you make the ramp of the first curb more aggressive. You know, the further you, you get in the, and the more aggressive you're taking it, so it penalises you, so it makes the car fly higher. Um, something like that, I think, to make it kind of just self-police a little bit more. And then, you know, there'll be a point where you'll probably still need a sensor, but just take it, you know, right back. There's more of a, if someone's just cut cut it, then, then you can use it, I guess, but just don't make it so it's a, you know, a policing thing like it is now. No, and I think over the weekend, I think it was probably the one downfall, the one negative. The curbs and also the fact that we didn't have a... An Don't forget arc. last year too, I think. I mean, I think they eventually ended up turning them off on the sly, but they had the sensors in last year as well as tie bundles. Right, so, right. Um, so it was a bit of a double whammy. At least the tie bundles could give you a bit of a... Uh, a visual on roughly where you are, but the problem with that is when you hit a tie bundle, I think these rips your nose off. Well, as as Brad was telling us la, uh, through the weekend, yeah, I believe that the, the old front bars are somewhere around six and a half grand, whereas these current Gen three bars are about twelve and a half or thirteen grand. So uh, they couldn't be Stephen Johnson because Gen three is all about cost savings. Correct. So that's a silly thing to say. Oh. Um, <laughs> hey, Cam, our audience around Australia is loving the fact that. That you've uh, you've won a race. We've got text lining up everywhere, but we've we've had one come in from Adam at Wollongong. G'day, Adam. It just says, "Evening, lads. First of all, great to see a Ford get up in brackets finally, and I'm glad Cam was the man to do it. Secondly, a question for you, Cam. What does it uh, what does he make of Tickford's downsizing, and will it provide uh, you with a greater chance of a championship? And just to end it, also the Tickford Cup series on YouTube is the dead set best content they've seen it's from a V8 team. <laughs> the best from a V8 team for a long time. So with the downsizing to two cars, I mean, I think we all agree. Do you reckon it's uh, with the adjusted Mustang, hopefully for next year, do we? Do you think you're going to be in for a run with the, the, the championship next year? Uh, yeah, 100%. I think it's going to be a massive positive for the team. Um, just at the moment, I feel they're a little bit stretched and um, you know, just going back to two cars and, and just having all the focus on them, I think it's going to be a... Yeah, massive step forward. So I'm super excited. Um, a lot of the team are. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a positive. And the other part of that was that the Tickford Cup and our socials have been pretty good lately. So um, <laughs> had a lot of fun filming that. Um, so yeah, well, I think there's another one maybe coming out uh, around Adelaide weekend, which oh, cool. I think would take the cake. For, really? for all <laughs> and I and I need to ask the question: No AU Falcons were harmed in the making of those videos, were they? Oh yeah, they were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Almost a driver or two. <laughs> tell me, tell me, tell me, old mate, that uh, 
that, that Decker's told to give it a quick limiter bash was a true story. <laughs> a Libby bash. <laughs> a Libby bash. Yeah, he. Um, I don't think he knew he was being filmed, but um, <laughs> I was pretty blown away with how much smoke came out of it. And <laughs> I, think, I think both cars had about 350,000 Ks on them, and, wow. and um, they took an absolute caning, and they were... Uh, they were still running fine after after the episode in, until we we self induced a, a few um, mechanical issues to them. So um, no fault of their own. Right, no 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 uh, fault of the Ford product. It was all yeah. driver error. Um, mate, we're going to let you go in a second, but just quickly, I want to ask the question because we're coming to the end of the supercar season, which usually then marks the start of a speedway season. Are we going to see you in sprint cars this year, as we have for the last couple of summers? Yeah, so I'm meant to be racing this weekend at Warrnambool, so cool. that'll be the first you know race um, race back for the season, and uh, we plan on just doing as as much over the summer as I can, and uh, yeah, absolutely loving it, and kind of starting to work it out, <laughs> which has been nice, and, and making the A's and, and racing up the front. So um, yeah, super excited for the speedway season. I was actually just reading one of the texts here, Maddie, mm-hmm. from from I'm presuming that's Graham GL. Mm-hmm. Um, about Cam, good luck, uh, well done on the win, etc. Um, and it says here, good luck for the V6 sprint car this weekend at Warnable. Is Are you running in a, a wingless or, or, or a sports is, sedan? Yeah, oh, what's the go? Nah, it's um, my number, so Victoria 6. Oh, right. I'm thinking V6. See how educated I'm we thinking, are. There's no way he's driving <laughs> one of those POSs with a, with a Holden engine in it. <laughs> nah, nah. Nah, that's a, I can see why you got confused there, but... Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I love, it's not, love it's not hard, Ken. Tell us what... Well, Warnable sort of, for me, I don't know, Warnable seems to be the, the track like Bathurst is on... on, on Obviously, on bitumen is that is that fair to say in uh, in on the dirt? I mean, is that one of the tracks that everyone? It's a full on track. It's full commitment, and it's um, I mean, like they all are, I guess. But for me, Warnable seems to be that track that if you win there, um, you've you've done a pretty good job. Yeah, like Warnable's a obviously a very cool track. It's mm. I wouldn't say it's you know light and days in front of other tracks, but yeah. it has all the big meetings. So we've got you know the classic and uh, Max's race and a few others through the year. So I guess you go there for the special event. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Warnable's cool. I love racing around there. It's not too far from home. Um, and it's, you know, pretty fast in a sprint car. It's also no coincidence that the only place that Stephen Johnson knows in Victoria is the place that has a really good burger shop. So, uh, <laughs> yes. Shout out to the good people at Kerman's Burgers down at Warnable. But, uh, Cam, we'll let you go, brother. Uh, it was tremendous to see you back on the top step. Hopefully, you, you've been able to find somewhere in the house to put those two surfboards up. But uh, uh, you've got a bit of time before Adelaide, so I hope you enjoy it. And uh, we'll chat to you and see you at the 500. Cool. Thanks, guys. And hopefully, I can chat to you soon. Here we go. Cameron Waters joining us. Our feature interview thanks to Morris. Morris makes all finance simple for your business, investment, or personal finance needs. Call Morris today. Look at the text line, boys. Oh, it's gone bunter. It's gone bazonkers. And I think, I think that, the, and we're going to read a few of them out, Nimsy and Stevie J, but I think the reality is this is what we've been waiting for. If you look at a lot of the positivity in these text messages, it makes for a nice change, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, where we normally get text message with, uh, you know, everything's on fire. These things are up and about. The motor racing fans are up and about, and it took one weekend of winning by Ford. How good. And and it was all thanks to Tim Edwards. Did you not see the other video on uh, the socials where Tim made a glorious entrance to the Gold Coast? I've arrived, and I have aero upgrades. Yeah! <laughs>
<laughs> I didn't actually see that. That's very funny. Good old Tim. He's a, it's amazing how much he's relaxed since he's pulled the pin and told everyone to jam it and I'm going traveling around the country in my caravan. We mm. get much, much more happy Tim than sad Tim yes. at the moment, particularly when they win. There was quite a few notoriously angry team principals that were quite happy on the weekend. I'm sure. Barry Ryan... Uh, the same when Will Brown crashed in the shootout, he actually had a smile. Well, <laughs> hey, and you need to elaborate. If you were listening to last week's show, as we walked out the door, Stevie J pulled the pin and threw a Stevie scoop grenade. You need to elaborate a little bit more on that because I've had messages from here, there, and everywhere asking what you were on about. Well, look, we've got plenty of messages that are coming in thick and fast here on the driver's seat. So we'll take a quick pause for the cause, go through some of your messages, and be back with more on the other side. It is the driver's seat. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. The power rankings and your messages coming up next.